This is Madcha Shorts reporting. This is Madcha Shorts. The Rav is about to start. This is Madcha Shorts. I repeat, Madcha Shorts. Listen to Yaakov. Very important. Interior design ideas. An immature, a less sophisticated homeowner buys a house and he paints it a very provocative, strong, like fierce color. And the first two days of his house is like really cool. His house to paint it like bright orange or something, flames, whatever it is. And a more sensitive, subtle person understands I have to like it for two years, ten years. You're not going to paint your house every year. Another example. Two people are buying dishes for their wedding. China for Shabbos Kodesh. A very immature girl will buy very strong, provocative, extreme design. And then a few months later, they don't like their china anymore. A more sensitive, subtle, mature person will buy like a little softer of a china dish and 10 years later still like it. It stays in style, it doesn't go out, it's more like for the long haul, often that loud, brash thing is something that's very cool the first week, but will you like it later on? People are designing t-shirts. So a guy, typically they write tons of stuff, like the cutest joke, a year after graduation, you would never wear that thing. It's too brash, it's not subtle, it's not sweet, it's not nice. You do a little less on it, write a little less on it, and it's something actually that's nice, six years later, you still proudly wear your jacket. So just a little designing advice. What do you think about? They can do anything. It's true on China. You can almost, you almost before you marry your girl, you should take her to buy China. Before you propose, we're buying China. Yes, and if she buys like the loud types, be careful. Be careful. Yeah. It's a famous advice. It's very famous advice these days. Because you're excited now, but you're not thinking will I be excited in a year. A lot of times, the loud and I think that's a little contradicts live this moment, but of course it doesn't, because of course we're talking about making good decisions in this moment, but the importance of this moment. So the, the point oh, is, it's a very good visual. This idea is a very, besides being a good interior designer line, it's a very good idea for life. Choices of now that could be provocative, bold, and very pleasurable the second might gross you out in a year. Make a choice that in a year you'll be proud of, that you'll say that was a good moment. So people have provocative things. It's true by dishes, by China. It's true by China, it's true by many things. People with colored houses painting. So people get this idea that it's bold. And, and a few weeks and a few months in a different mood, they're upset about it. More subtle and sweet and refined, like a year later, you still appreciate the color. Carpets, it's true. Painting, it's true. It's true in many areas. Interesting idea. What? Yes. Says the unleash the beast guy. It's also, it's, the whole it's also a type of line that could be like, at least the beast animal, you know, or it could be, you know, like, I have to express, you put to my let yourself come out. Okay, anyway, Rabbi said, let's learn Musa. Enough philosophy, enough interior designing, let's get to Musa. <laughs> You've ever thought about some interior designing idea? 
people have that. It's funny, Menachem, my, Menachem, my, um, my, my, my wife had a teacher in Eretz Yisrael, a big tzadikas, and she raised the family. Menachem's teacher, my wife, raised the family very, very insulated, and she's a huge tzadikas, this teacher, and her kids were very insulated. They, what does insulated mean? Sheltered, protected from the outside world. They were very insulated, the kids, and she was said to her daughter, who's like a teenage girl, she mentioned the word an interior designer. There's a true story in Israeli. She said to her daughter, the kid is very insulated, and the family is very holy, and the mother said to her, an interior designer. The kid was thinking, and she asked, is that a Balmusser? Oh my God. She had never heard of an interior designer. She said, is that a Balmusser? <laughs> How good of a line. Mike, I hear that line. A mother, an Israeli lady who raised her kid very sheltered, said to her teenage daughter something about interior designer. She said, Ma, what is that about Musa? Completely sincerely. <laughs> Mike, she liked this, Mike. She ran away. That line scared him. Abby, you like that line? Beautiful line. Yami, why do you hold to that line? That's so precious. Yeah, you like that line? My mother had that on our fridge for a long time. My mother has like blue lines on the fridge in her shack. She had this line, interior design. The daughter asked, is that about Muslim? What? Yeah, yeah. Being angry at somebody is letting, letting somebody live in your brain rent free. <laughs> The bad part about being an honor is you can't tell anybody about it. Being angry at somebody, being angry at somebody is letting them live rent-free in your brain. Being angry at somebody is letting them live rent-free in your brain. <laughs> and she had this line for a long time, the interior designer line. The kid asked, is that about Muslim? Now you don't know my mother. <laughs> like 40 years. <laughs> to get on here, like you know, I've been trying for 40 years of my life to say something smart. I haven't made it yet. <laughs> but when I get on there, the next 40 years. <laughs> um, Okay, before we get to Musa, so far we've done philosophy, interior design. We've done like interior design advice. And, and the, the one more thing before we get to Musa is just the word of the day to acquiesce. To acquiesce, say the word, Abby. Abba, say the word. To acquiesce. Acquiesce. I want you to use it this week. Abba, you have homework. We're a tough yeshiva. Almost say the word acquiesce. Yet see? Now homework, if you don't you're thrown out of Shiyoni, say the word acquiesce. Okay? Why should I say it? Now you have to use it once in a state. Everybody, you don't do it, you're out of sheer. You have to 
use it once in a statement in the next week. I'll tell you what it means. We have to use it. I will acquiesce to that request. Avi asked me what it means, so I'm going to acquiesce to his request and tell you what it means. Okay? What does the word acquiesce mean? What does it mean, Anchor? To give in reluctantly. Reluctantly means like, okay, to acquiesce. Somebody says, please come to my house. Please, please. Like, no, no. Please, please. Okay, I'll acquiesce to the request. I'll give in. So you have to use it in a sentence once this week. But it can't be like chill. It has to be real. You're acquiescing to use it in a sentence. That's your mom's begging you, you say, she'll faint on the phone, but you say, okay, I'll acquiesce. It means to give in. It means you are like, whoa. I told you, Matt, Woodbury's English is very developed. That's what it means to acquiesce, to reluctantly give in. You got it? Ellie, what? Say that. Woodbury English. You have the word? Acquiesce. What's the meaning you see? It means to give in reluctantly. Give in reluctantly. Give in reluctantly. You have it down? Say the word. Acquiesce. 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 I'll it down. Okay. Yakov, you got to pronounce it. Pop one or two words. Did you see this word? Yoni, you got the word of the day? You have the word of the day? What is it? Acquiesce. No, no, acquiesce. Say it. I'm not so I'm not so appropriate to teach you vocabulary. To teach you spelling, you'll get a lot of trouble if you learn it from me. <laughs> a lot. How do you spell it? You know, look it up. I think it's I spelled it. U O U S. It's A C Q U. That I know. Yeah. Acquiescing. Acquiesce is A C Q U I E S E. Acquiesce. What? Is it a B S C? Acquiesce is A C Q U I E S C E. Acquiesce. Acquiesce is what it's just for. Yeah, but it's necessarily saying to Submit or comply silently or without protest. Agree consent. Being loud. My brothers here, the light blue ones, the Twitter ones, they're really nice. I'm not sure if it has to be. You didn't want to. I have I'm not sure if it's my choice you didn't want Never wear it. Zebby hasn't worn it in years. Because it's too much. There's too much going on. That's why. That's what he just said. Right. 
It's not like they're really nice. Yeah, to give it to in the bathroom. Person. It's arbitrary. You can pick, choose it, pick them. The, it's Mishnah Yud Gimel, Parag Bay's Mishnah Yud Gimel. So in this Y version, it's Mishnah Yud Gimel. In yours, it might be Tesvav, and his, it might be Yud. And you'll see that many countings, there's no exact. It all depends what the printer was in the mood of. Mishnayas can be broken up into five parts if you so desire. There's no like halach of how you break up a Mishnah. Anyway. You say the Mishnah, you see, yeah. But here it's Parag Mishnah. And this one, no. Parakim are very exact. Parakim were set up by by Rabbeinu Akash Anasi. Parakim are very exact. The Mishnah, what number it is. If you have a whole stick of tire, why is it in a new Mishnah and you have like a whole lumbus and a brilliant theory and thesis? You're a little foolish because who says a different Mishnah? So be careful. Like, you don't want a guy builds a whole college thesis. This whole my Rebbe was in this is a true story. My Rebbe was in the, the why he was there so long, so he was in JTS. JTS, a Jewish theological seminary, some call it the Jewish theological cemetery. It's conservative trained rabbis there. But anyway, the kids had from the JTS. So, so you had to be here to see a certain rare safer. It's a question, are you allowed to go in there? Are you not? My Rebbe had a to go in there, and he's going in there to see a certain very rare safer. They 
have one of the biggest libraries in America of Svarim. So he goes to this conservative place to check out a safer. And he sees a man who's pounding Svarim. There's no Yamakai. But the man is orangutan and learning like you can't believe for hours. My Rebbe's sitting there. He's learning a rare safer. He needed to look something up. And he sees a man without a yarmulke pounding like he's a brisker London. With, which, so after many hours, he's just curious. What's the deal with this, like, yeshiva shalamdin who's not from? Shaila Sechuva Svarim. So my Rebbe asks him, the guy's learning, like, all the, it's called Shut. We call them Shut, Shaila Sechuva. And he's learning all different fascinating Shut Svarim, like obscure Svarim, but pounding in them. So my Rebbe finally has, builds up the courage and says, Rebbe Yid, like, what's your, what's your deal that you're sitting here at Rangatan in such a manner and learning? So the Yid says, Rabbi, I'm a historian. I'm a, I'm a historian, he says. And the way I, I, have this, I have this novel approach how I find out history. He said, I study Shut Svarim in depth, Shalas and Shuvah Svarim in depth, and based on the questions, I, I, I figure out how people lived back then from all the questions you hear, and I write history a lot. One of my means, I have a fascinating source, is study studying Charles and Chuba's questions, so I study the questions, I learn about their way of life. Very intelligent, he finds those years are great letters, accessible, so I have open easy letters, he reads well, he knows Hebrew well, he's a Jewish guy, and this is his cap, and he pounds Charles and Chuba's firm, and writes in his history works, he accounts a lot these letters, he learns all about it. There was a certain safer he was studying at the time, and my Rebbe was extremely knowledgeable about history, and Sam is a massive bucky and interesting Svarim. He's an expert interesting Svarim. He tells the guy, do you realize that many of these things, the safety was studying, the questions are not real questions by people. Some of the Svarim are real questions by people. Some Shalas and Chuvis were asked theoretical, they're not questions that happened. This guy's Lamashal, good Lamashal, that's what It's completely real. There's not one Lamashal, they're People who know Jews, he said the Trumas Hadeshin, one of the great Muslim Svarim, his questions are made up, one of the great Shalas and Chuvis Svarim, his questions are made up. So my Rebbe tries to tell this historian the guy's been writing history books for like 10 years based on this. Not his only source, being honest, but one of his sources. And he's a fool because he didn't know a simple fact that many of them, the questions are made up. So he's studying history writing about their lives based on these questions that never happened at that time. So my Rebbe tried to tell me he refused to listen. He'd been doing it for many years. He says ridiculous, they're writing this. And he had all different twists, even if it's made up. But why would they think like that? He had, he had twists. The bottom line, he's been doing it for years. He wasn't about to change based on a little truth. But anyway. Now the world knows that in Europe, they take chickens by the head and hit them against the Right, because of this guy. Because <laughs> of this guy. Anyway, the kids are at Berm, that's just the story. Why did that come up? Oh, because I'm saying you have to know information. If you're writing a thesis based on why something's within the same Mishnah or not, please cancel your thesis. Back to this. So, Rabbi Yechid and Zakai, Mishnah Yagimel Perkbeis, Amrlem. Rabbi Yechid and Zakai says, You see Mishnah Yagimel, Ellie? Is it Yagimel and your version also? Amrlem. 
It starts Amar Lahem. Okay, it works out. Amar Lahem. Zev Yechidam Zakai says to his students, Suviru. He gave homework. He was a Waterbury Yeshiva. It was no easy Yeshiva. He gave homework. And he said, Suru, I want you to go out and see. Ezi Derech Taivi Shizabit Adam. Check out the right meter that a person should cleave to. There are a lot of paths in life. What do you think the most worthy meter to acquire in the world is? Suru, go out and see the Derech Taiva. Go out and see the true path that a person should cleave to. So each, so you have five students, he gives his, his five students a homework assignment. You can imagine no phones, Maish. You can imagine, Maish, no phones. You can imagine, I know you're just taping or writing, I want you to listen, write it here. So you can imagine that this homework was not something you were supposed to think about for 30 seconds. It was something, Suru, go out there. I want you to go out six months, it doesn't say how long, I'm making up the time. But Suru, go out to ruins see what is the midah shiadabit ba'adam. What do you think the central midah a person should acquire in life is? Binyamin and Menach, I beg you to listen. So, each student goes out there. Rebel Yezer says, I am tight, have a positive eye. Nayan Taiv, amazingly, Rebbe Yezer concludes that the greatest midah to acquire, Yaakov, no phones, I want you to listen, please, I beg you. This Mishnah's life open. Away you wait. The first midah, the first midah that he says to acquire is Ayin Taiva, is to have a positive eye. And Ayin Taiv, that's the midah more than any other meter he says worthy of acquiring. Fascinating. An eye in type to have a good eye. To be that comfortable person, secure person who could see others in a positive light. An eye in type, he concludes of any meter to acquire under the sun, Sully Snyder, he says the first Talmud have an eye in type. Fascinating. Rabbi Yeshua Amer Chavar type to be a good friend. To be a good friend, any need under the sun, develop the capacity to one friend. Become a good friend to that guy. Come out of yourself to one friend. Pick the guy you're most alike. You just connect him, you like him, you relate to him. If you can become a good friend to one guy, it's life altering. But really a good friend. Tolerate his weaknesses. Don't trap him. Really care for him. Come out of yourself. That is the middle to pursue. To be a chaver type. If you can earn that title, he's a good friend. A real good friend, loyal, thoughtful, that we should acquire. Reb that was Reb Yeshua. Reb Yaisi says a good neighbor. Reb Yain explains, not a good friend to one guy, be good to many people, a group of people. Reb Yain's Russian is six or eight people. That's what he says, six or eight, funny. Why not seven? Six or eight. That's what Ben Yain says, you can look it up. Be good to six or 
or eight people. There are a lot of mistakes in our gears of Eriyayna. I wonder if we should say seven or eight, or six or seven. Because it's strange to say six or eight, strange. But he says to a group, Shachin Tait, to be a good friend. Mechayr, what that means is more chaver. If you're good to one guy, that's not going to make you great. Be a good neighbor. Be a guy who people in your community, in your apartments, say this is a nice guy. Be good to all group. If you're good to one, it won't change you. A chaver type, you pick the guy most like you. You pick six or eight people, the pshat, to a multitude of guys. You are good. Shachin type. Tzamach likes. Reb Shimon be a person who anticipates the future. Be a person whose decisions today cause a good tomorrow. Makes decisions that help for tomorrow. Intelligent decisions now, certainly in the moment, but ones that are rayas and Eilad, that bear the consequence in mind. Have a good heart. I want to explain Rebeliezer because Amar Lem, after all these homework, after they do their assignments, Zakai says, Rebbe Lazar said, Leiv Taif, ding ding. I see his approach, more than all your words, if you have a Leiv Taif, you'll have an Ayin Taif, you'll be a Chavar Taif, you'll be a Shachin Taif, and you'll be Raya Sanoilad. You have everything if you're a Leiv Taif. I want to tell you today what a Leiv Taif is. I have much more to say about this Mishnah, and I have a life-altering message from this Mishnah that's both dangerous and true, but I want to discuss today and end today what is a Leiv Taif. I must say it's the most misunderstood thing in the world. We tend to say it on everybody. When a guy is very little good about him, Mr. Rebbe writes in the report, if you have nothing good to say about a Bacher, famous approach, you go to, you run to Leiv Taif. It means you get a report on your son as a lave Taif, it means he's flunking, he has lousy midas, there's very little good about him. That's what it means. The world, unfortunately, takes that midah that Rabbi Yechonim and Zakai says is the most important and all the other qualities that the others conclude are the most important, he says this includes them all, that's lave Taif. So I want to ask Menachem, if you could please get me Gemara Avayda Zara in the big shas, the tall shas, the Avayda Zara. One second. What did he say? I want to tell you one second. You're the, I want to tell yes. I want to say what a way because my shies listen to this. This is so. This is, if you think I want to show you the Ashkacha Yaakov taught us the word acquiesce. And on the day we learn to learn acquiesce, we read a mission that I plan to learn today. I plan to go a little bit different, but tomorrow you'll hear what I want to get into. But today I'm going to tell you what is a wave type. So, Rebbeinu Yoyin wrote on Avais. How do I find Rebbeinu Yoyin on Avais? In the Mishnah on the sides, you'll find the Bartanura Rishon on one side. Klal Yisro calls the Bartanura what? The Rav. It's called the Rav. Which contemporary Gadol was named the Rav? Rav Yosef Ber Salvechik. Rashiv Abuayu was called the Rav. But the Rav, the Rishon is called the Bartanura. On the other side of the Mishnayis is who? The Toysmis Yantav. He wrote on the bottom of the Rush the Sefer, the Madane Yantav. The Toysmis Yantav on the side. But the lights, the delicious things. In the back of the Gemara, Masechus Avodah in the 
back has Avais. And Avais there on two, on the side has the Rambam and Rashi. And on bottom has Rabbeinu Yoyna. So we turn, hopefully it's Mishnah Yud Beis. Avais, it might be a little different Mishnah. No, it's not Yud Beis. How cool is that? It is Mishnah. Here it is Mishnah Tess. So Mishnah Tess. Leif Toy. So you see, you could have gotten confused. By us it was Yud Beis. In this version, it's Mishnah Tess. It makes no difference. In Mishnah Tess, Perak Beis, as somebody put it in the shir, so intelligently, halfway through Perak Beis, whatever Mishnah you want to call it, in middle of Mishnah Tess, Rabbeinu Yoyna says, what is a Leif it's something Yoni, you and I want to have. What in the world's a lathe type? One day I advise every single guy here, and I mean this. This is not said as an exaggeration. Every Ben Tyre over the next two years should learn the entire Avais with Rebbeinu Yaina. Revolver, who gave like required reading to Bnei Tyre. And just to give you a picture, Chumash Rashi Ramban was on the list. Messiah Sisharim was on the list. All Halakim of Mishnabru was on the list. And the fourth thing on his list was Avais with Rebbeinu Yaina. That was Revolver's list to Ben Tyre. It's very high up there, is hard to learn. There's some printing mistakes you have to be created. Just, but it's a beautiful safer. The Rishon who wrote on others. Others are very learning to acquire learning. And they have it in English. You don't need the English. They have like the ad. They have it written well. Yeah. So you have to show them what Dalit helped, what the Vav helped, and Mishnah and Avis Rebbeinu Yoyna, those were his list. Okay, now, on Leif Toyin, says Rebbeinu Yoyna Maish, what is this Midah that's so important to acquire? Listen to this. I'm sorry. So listen now he starts. Everybody listen to Rabbeinu Yaina. Rabbi Yezimer Leiv Toiv. Pirush. Shazui Mailus Tikun Amidois. A person's midos are worked out. It means to really work out your character. The deos, the intellect of a person, noivas min comes from your midos. If your midos are messed up, your intellect will be messed up. Fascinating claim. Weird. If your midos are messed up, your intellect will be messed up. So lave tight means to have your character worked out. A guy who's about cast, his logic will be off. You think he's brilliant logically. If your midas are off, your intellect will be off. Right? Oberlander asked me, we have Memches as he asked me yesterday, we have Memches Kinyane Yatayra. So he asked, let's say a guy doesn't have Tayra, could be a Talmud Chacham. The answer is he can know a lot of Tayra, but if your Midas are off, you will have things wrong in your Tayra. You may dazzle us, so I know a dazzling Talmud Chacham. I don't listen to his Psak Halacha. I have found that his Midas are off, and if your Midas are off, your Svar is off. He's dazzling. If 
does he passed unfortunately for those who follow his psaq. Unfortunately for those who follow his psaq. If your midas are up, you can't follow his psaq, correct. If a person's midas are up, they may know Babu Yushalmi Safra Safri. If you feel their midas are off, don't listen to one psaq. Because they could dazzle you with knowledge, but if your midas are off, it affects your intellect. That's a line Rabbinia's Rishon. You have to know the claim inside. To say such a statement, you and I can't say it. Let's read it again. He says, The intellect of the person comes from the heart. So, When he has a good heart, All his midas are glat, are worked out. It doesn't just mean he's sweet. If you guy have a guy who's sweet when he should be tough, he has bad midas. We think like the chiller LA guy, the guy from who knows where in LA, he's like, yo man, he has such nice midas, we say, that's absurd. When, when somebody curses, he's like, yo man, that's cool. That's not nice midas, it's bad midas. We're so shallow, we're so American, we call good midas like everything goes. A guy around you says Lashon Hara and you're like, yo chill, you know, you have bad midas. Good midas, we like associate with letting things slide. The bad midas. Good midas means when it's time to be tough, you're very tough. You say, excuse me, you're saying Lashon Hara. You have good midas. That's good character. You worked out. When it's time to be tough, you're tough. When it's time to be nice, you're nice. It means developed, worked out person. Everything's in its proper place. Exact, balanced, just developed. He controls, he's in control of his character. When he's supposed to be angry, he's angry, supposed to be happy, he's controlled. If your kid does something bad one day and you're not man enough to say, excuse me, and go stop that. Your kid runs in the street and you're like, you're too queasy to tell the kid, Give him a patch. Don't ever run in the street. You, you're not. A, you, you, you're bad midas. You have bad midas because it was time to be a little tough. It could be that you're not angry. If you're angry and you do it, just work on your anger. Your kid ran in the street. You're a parent. Give a patch. Your kid go comes back at two in the morning. Say yango. Don't ever come back late again and punish him. You have bad midas if you're afraid of your child. If you can't be a parent, I see people who aren't parents. They have bad midas. They're so chill. My parents are. Yeah, bad parents. If the parents can't, in the right place, parent you, then Shrek to you. Nebuchadnezzar, you. you're a Yassim Bechai. A guy's a Yassim in the life of his parents. Parents are supposed to be. Excuse me? One day you're a parent firm. Very firm. You have to parent. It's time for bed. Nah, I don't want that. You hate me. Get in bed. Get in bed. <laughs> don't listen. You hate me. You don't like me. Get in bed. And stay in bed. It's time to go to sleep. You have to be firm, Rabbi. I'm very scared. We're raising an American generation. Everybody thinks like if you just allow, you have good midas. It's bad midas. You're a terrible midas. If a parent isn't firm and doesn't parent, see, parents tell me, I know you're against like being tough. Like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't know. You don't know me. I don't know you. But get your kid home on time. Of course, you get your kid home on time. Why, why not? Why aren't you parenting them? Get him, knock it off. The guy's running away, partying with girls, give him a good yelling, knock it off. Grow up, you're supposed to parent. I'm not talking about stress, have the greatest relationship. Somehow you speak with having a good relationship, that means not to be tough. I'm not sure where that comes. Yes, Ellie. Both, normal. 
normal. Do you have to have a good relationship to kick someone else? Oh, you have to have, you feel if you don't have a good relationship, then you can't do anything. You can't do anything. I have no hates for you. I'm not. So the answer is that if you if you've been if for many many years you haven't done normal behavior of good relationships, so probably the way to start is not being tough. But I, you know, yeah. But you have to get it to a good place. You might, you're right. You're talking about in a sad kid situation where people never had a relationship, didn't build anything. See, so right? Tip off in there. They can't they can't be tough because they're trying to repair. But I'm talking about in the healthy. You're growing up, kids. You're close. You love to make a friend. Right, but a parent, a parent has been Ava since he's a baby. With every negative, with every yank, every yell, there should be five kisses. You min mikarim small daichet, so you have to pay. You have to keep a cheshbon. Their parents with certain type of difficult kids, everything is negative. That's a ridiculous, it's an unbalanced relationship. You better make sure that you outdo it five to one. Five to one. You min mikarev small doichik. Five to one at some ratio. Four to one. It better be a lot more positive and negative. That's pashat. That's a chazal. That's not like, that's not modern psychology. But not to be tough, you're not a parent. And you're bad midas. We like associate midas with soft. Midas are worked out hard in the right time, soft in the right time. You have a lepidic kid and you're seeing a lot of negative interactions because the kid makes trouble at a crazy rate. So make sure you, your love comes at a crazy rate. You have to overlook a lot of stuff. You have to make sure the ratio is balanced. A lot of love. The most difficult of kids, you can't get everything. So let a lot slide, tons, pick certain things and make sure the ratio is balanced. Every kid, the ratio should be four or five to one. So in that rate in that range. So you have to make sure. And the, the more difficult kid, it's harder because you have so many things you want to say. Stop. Pick one or pick once in a while. Pick something. Firm. And then make sure a lot of positive. There's no reason the kid shouldn't feel like the kids are good. Who made him the bad guy? It's ridiculous. So certainly you focus one or a couple of things. Deus, midos. That's about midos. The parents worked out. It's worked out. It's not hefter. It's not like just whatever. Midos. But we like somehow it's associate me just being a mush ball. Like somehow having no backbone, have, not being a pit. That's not do with me this. That's Los Angeles, that's chill, that's a drug culture, that's something else. That's something else. I'm talking about me this. Develop character. Anyway, back to Rabbi Yoyna. He says... So he says, Ubizman Shalibai Taif, call me dice of Yesharis, the Yaisa of Nachinais, his midas are straight, his das is proper. The nimsa sameach bhelkai. Such a person is gonna be Sameach Bhelkai. He's gonna be Mishabir Mataivim. His friends are gonna be good people. The Aina Khafits of Adabishway Tayalas. He's gonna want, he's very glad. He's gonna want things that have gains, well I have said. He's not a destructive, he's a constructive person. The Ramah, another reason is definitely right, but that's not the Pshat, says I agree with him when you have good midas, it brings good intellect, but I disagree that's not what Leiv is. 
says the Benyon, I don't agree with that Rishon. He brings him. He acts firm, good Midas. And he says, I don't think the Ramah, not the Ramah. The Ramah is an Achron who wrote him Sak. The Ramah, the Yad Ramah is a Rishon. Says the Benyon, I don't agree with him. That's not a lave type. This is where I want everybody to hearken up. Al-Kain Nira Lefarish. Says Rebbeinu Yoyin, you know what a lev toiv is? Ki lev toiv ritzayin aloymar means to say midas haratzayin. Zehu asavlon. Is a tolerant, patient person. A lev toiv is a savlon. Savlonus. To be tolerant and patient. She'en aikot tzaruach. You're not a tzaruach. A tzaruach is a very low tolerance level. person who blows up easily is not a savlon. The greatest midas savlon is patience. You are very distant from anger. And you answer with soft replies. Even if people do bad to you, you are savlon. You tolerate it. You don't have bitter talk in your mouth. Your palate is sweet. And all delights. You're just a tolerant, patient person. Yehuda Gadisman is one of the finest people we ever had in this yeshiva. He was in the base of He lives in the community. He's a lawyer. He's a profound bentayr. He raised a beautiful family. He's a large family. I met him. I was a rebbe in TJ one year. We became very close. He moved to Waterbury. He was first a bacher here. was in the Kail here. Now he's a lawyer in the community. Raising a gorgeous... You don't know him because he's a mispal of Shalom, very close to Rai Sanichai. He is a beautiful Yid, very big Ben His father was Nifter when he was 19. His father was a wonderful man to raise such a wonderful child. And at his father's Levaya, I don't know if Yehuda know this Rebbein I don't think he did. But certainly he didn't quote it. He said at his father's Levaya, he said that my father was a man of many qualities. Yehuda was a deep thinker. He was a thinker like the guys in the yeshiva that are very like the type to walk in the park and think. He was a thinker, very bright guy. He is a bright guy. Yehuda said that I think about my father and he had many qualities and I try to think what was the most important quality. Every quality is connected. But I try to think the central quality that he acquired that really is Kailo all the others, that includes all the others. This is what he said at Levayim. And there's a kid who was thinking not not just scouting. He was like he was like the guys the guys who speak who think. He said I did a lot of thought for hours. What was the central meat of my father that that really incorporated all the other myths? You know what he said? Savlanus. My father was a very patient man. Brilliant. He was When he was going through all the qualities of his father, he felt the one that really needs all the others. You know how many things Savlanus incorporate? It means you're humble. To be patient with somebody else. What are we thinking? Ah, chutzpah. He's keeping me waiting. It includes ayin toiv. You see good in others. It includes tolerance, foresight, all the other mindless. If you can learn to be tolerant and, and patient, 
you need for patience to be patient for that annoying guy in the dorm and tolerant and understanding and accepting. Better than tolerance, the guys know I'd rather the words accepting because tolerance sounds like, oh, but I'll tolerate him. Acceptance is no problem. Okay, I understand them. You know how many midas you need for acceptance? It incorporates tons of midas. Humbleness, you have to understand the future, what it brings. The guy who's intolerant, this second, now he bothers me. Look, big picture. The more you, it matters, his big picture, my big picture. Is it such a big deal? Look, big picture, Royas. There are just tons of ideals that are contained within. You talk about being a chaver, the amount of things that are necessary and gifts that it gives to us in being soivel another person. You're an unselfish person. It's not to be soivel him, to accept him. I have to see another's vantage point. You come out of yourself. There's like so many things happening when you're really patient with another person. You learn to see another perspective. You learn to be humble. You learn to see the big picture, not to see right now. So now he's immature, but say I could see a little larger. There's just so many aspects that are learned. Some guy says Rebbeinu Yoyim. You know what it means? A lave toiv that Yoyichanam and Zakai says is all the other good midos and is the main mid the person should try to acquire. He says it's to be have sablonis patience. For even somebody does rat to you to learn. It doesn't take easy, and, and it'll take work, and a lot of work, and a lot of practice and self-talk. It's not something to make a decision. Okay, I'm going to be a lave toiv, and we bestow that title so easily on somebody's a lave toiv. Be careful. Savlon, does he have patience? Teeth of patience for people that bother him, for people that annoy him, for the difficult savlonus. He really accepts and is tolerant. It's amazing need that to have. And who are we, are we, how far can we extend the tolerance? There's a big tzaddik in Lakewood, Rev. Rev. Kalman Krohn. A lot of very strange people, Meshugayim, live in his house. Unbelievable, that's a leaf to unbelievable savlanus. To people that are hard, Rebison Kanievsky had a lady who wasn't all there and smelled very, very badly. Had a terrible odor. She used to come by Rebson Rebson Kanievsky, Kanievsky became her close friend. She used to sleep in her bed. She was sleeping in her or Chaim's bed. During the day, she'd come by, she told her, and she had a very bad stench. She'd go sleep in their bed, no problem. Reb Chaim and Reb Zekanievsky didn't get that much time with Reb Chaim. He's the Masmer Ador. They once went together to a chasna. She brought along her friend. Reb Chaim, the Rebetzin, and her friend, who had a very bad odor, went along. She became Reb Zekanievsky's close friend. That's Savlanus. Unbelievable acceptance of another person and their shenanigans. This lady had a lot of... But real Savlanus. Accept, to tolerate, real, real love. Yes. Very valid. You have to cheshman it out. 100%. I'm sure she had an accountant. There's a lot of things to cheshman. First of all, your own self. You push yourself too far. You, we're human beings. So you have to be careful how far we push. When everything with intelligence. I'm sure she was if Ari Levine's daughter. I'm sure she built an unbelievable intelligence. I said she was Yashu's daughter. She was Yashu's granddaughter. Yashu's daughter. I'm sure she built with amazing intelligence. Slowly, carefully. If you push too far, you just get a rejected. We're human beings. So intelligent. There's also a husband. I'm supposed to have time. I'm sure she made all the cheshbonus. 
Nonetheless, her savlanis she built up unbelievably. Rabbeinu Yoyinus says, Leif Toid means savlanis. I read it to you. That's what he says. You'll look it up yourself. There's a reshain. There's not, and he's saying this to me. There's a lot more I want to do on this Mishnah to be done tomorrow. Let's get to Gemara.